Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world <clears throat> where food makes us better. Guys, today I would like to open with a quote. We don't fall to the level of our aspirations. We fall to the level of our training. Again, we don't fall to the level of our aspirations. We fall to the level of our training. Why did I decide to start with this quote? Because a lot of us either are struggling or have been struggling or have struggled with different eating habits that don't really serve our best interests, we've been struggling or are struggling for a while. And the problem, I guess, well, I think with that is very often we forget that eating, just like any other habitual activities we do, it's a practice. So we do what we do is not so much because um, there are so many carbs or fats or proteins or because we believe this is the best thing we can do, actually quite the opposite very often. We do what we do because we are used to doing that. Very often it's um, a habit that we learned when we were kids or we learned it in our family or maybe during a prolonged period of time when maybe you were married and, uh, you know, somebody else cooked for you. And then now it's kind of your habit, what you used to eat back then, even though you might uh, now be living alone. Uh, I'm just talking about different possible situations. The point is uh, we practiced one certain way of eating for a while, and then it became our second nature. And we don't anymore think about that. And so, Whenever you want to start eating in different way for one reason or the other, maybe health reason, maybe fitness, maybe weight, maybe, uh, you know, it's just not working for any other number of reasons uh, for you. Um, when we want to change the way we eat, we should approach it like practice. So it's not something that's going to become automatic in a matter of day, two days, three days, or even a month. It's really a bit of a longer process. A couple of months I would consider um, a long enough period to have an effect of your automatic behaviors of um, uh, on your decisions that you do without thinking, you make without thinking. Right. So what am I talking about? So for a while I've been practicing these, um, this pattern of eating when... I would start my eating day somewhere after noon, after 12 p.m., with a plate of fruit, a plate of fruit, fruit that I'm feeling like eating at this particular moment, fruit that might be seasonal at this moment in this area. So I start my eating window, my eating day with um, a plate or maybe a bowl of fruit. And then I wait at least for half an hour, uh, depending how I, I'm feeling on the day or what else might be going on, how hungry or not hungry I am. So I wait for half an hour or sometimes longer, and then I start cooking my main meal of the day that 
will for sure consist of a lot, a lot of vegetables, non-starchy vegetables, and then, uh, you know, some seafood, some organ meats, uh, some meat or, or chicken, or uh, it might be vegan and completely plant-based on, on, on some days. And I eat, a, I also, before my main meal, I eat some sauerkraut, usually with some mushrooms, so maybe a piece of avocado, maybe um, some flax seeds to increase um, my fiber count and also for omega-3 and omega-6s fatty acids. So I eat that small appetizer, you can call it that, and then I eat a lot of vegetables with that protein, and uh, by volume, there is usually like twice as much vegetables uh, as um, any sort of meat or fish. And on my plant-based days, I usually go with lentils or some sort of uh, beans. And so that's been a pattern that I've been practicing for a while. And so now doing anything else uh, seems like feels very natural to me. And so even when I'm like really stressed, when I have a lot of things I got to manage or I got to do in my day, maybe, you know, shooting course and content and then my clients and then maybe some, um, some speaking engagement. So a lot of things might be scheduled in just one day and it feels like, you know, a whole week in one day. And I don't have many, I, I don't have much time to make special food decisions. And so I fall to the level of my training, my eating training, what I've been practicing for many, many days before. And that's because I've been practicing for so many days and it became automatic. Whenever my brain doesn't have the capacity to make additional decisions, it just falls to that automatic behavior that I practiced for so many days before. But guys, if you just changed your eating habits and it's not automatic yet and you have to make conscious decisions still to choose certain foods. So when you're overwhelmed, when you're stressed, when your brain doesn't have the capacity to make good decisions, you're not going to fall to that pattern of better eating that you'd like you do more often. No, you're going to fall to that older automatic behavior uh, that you've been practicing, that was your training for quite a while. So don't feel discouraged when you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed, and you start eating not as well as you'd like to, as you're trying, you know, to build this new habit. That's natural. But what you can do Yeah, you know, you might not make the best decisions at that moment, but then once that moment passes and you're more or less relaxed and not that stressed, then get back to practicing that better behavior that you are aspired to to do and practice it, practice it, practice it. And over time, it becomes your new automatic behavior, your new automatic response. And so... After a while, when, again, you get too stressed, overwhelmed, short on time, you know, any number of these uh, situations clump together, um, at some point, your new automatic behavior will be better eating, and you will still be eating your veggies, your protein, even though sometimes it might be canned veggies or and canned seafood when you're really short on time and don't have time to cook. Even when you are out or ordering in, you will look for those items for veggies and some good quality protein 
and whatever you know your new healthier eating habit might look like you will start automatically uh search searching for those items that you've been those eating behaviors that you've been practicing for a while but before it becomes automatic again when we are stressed when we are overwhelmed when we're short on time and our brain doesn't have the capacity to make good decisions uh until that new behavior is automatic we're going to make old decisions well actually we're not going to be even in charge really of those decisions they're just going to be automatic behaviors that we uh wired with many many days of practicing that behavior so again back to our quote we don't fall to the level of our aspirations we fall uh to the level of our training so keep training keep being consistent you know do it for at least a couple of months and then you'll notice the more you practice it the less older eating patterns that didn't serve you well the less of that you're going to do just practice 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 better things and at some point they they will become your second nature and you'll be making better for you decisions on autopilot but again it takes practice guys and just and just don't give up that's the only thing i can recommend to you just practice it as much as you can whatever you can whenever you make that you can make that better decision make it and practice better for you habits and again after a while with persistence with consistency um with just practicing it over and over and over again that's going to become your second nature and the same goes to exercise so like for me now i'm so used to walking after my meals or walking in the morning or walking uh, at night that to do anything but that it was very unnatural to me like i don't feel good if i don't do that my brain has this pattern now wired you know and installed this habitual pattern and it's so powerful like i can't not walk in the morning it just feels so damn natural like i can't sit it it just feels like you know there is really something missing and i got to do it otherwise my brain just will you know keep bugging me like you got to do this you got to do that so when you get used to things good things too uh, it becomes your habit it becomes your automatic behavior and uh, to do anything but that will require effort even though that might be exercise or walking like for me you know not doing any exercise during my day it also feels really unnatural and i just don't feel myself and that's why it's not about making myself exercise it's it's just so automatic that i can't stop myself but do that even though i i am sometimes short on time and 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 energy i will still do something that's how powerful that became the same guys goes to for example this habit that i also developed and i worked on eating with no tv no watching netflix no uh talking checking my social media nothing i'm just sitting there in front of my meal and eating it fully like enjoying all the flavors aromas the textures you know this subtle details of you know different spices and herbs and how all of that mixes with different oils and food ingredients that i added on this day and uh recently actually just yesterday i tried to watch a movie while doing that because i really wanted to watch this movie and i don't have any other times where i'm like you know almost doing nothing uh 
And so I, I really wanted to watch it, but uh, but I started watching it and I realized that I'm not really feeling my food. Like it was so delicious, but I, when I would start watching, I just couldn't like really feel it. It was uh, like I was missing out on my meal while I was watching TV because we can't really focus our senses on too many things at the same time. And in order for us to feel fulfilled and satiated, and satisfied with our meals, to truly enjoy our meals, we need all of our senses. We eat with all of our senses, with our eyes, with our noses, you know, with all these receptors that allow us to feel textures, and with our ears, how our food sounds. It's actually proven by science that sounds that our food makes while we chew it, <clears throat> that also has um, a lot to do with the satisfaction that we're getting from our meals. And so I stopped the movie and I started eating because I realized I don't want to miss out on any of those things. So if at some point I decide to uh, watch this movie, I'm just going to watch this movie. And if at some point and, you know, I had to eat um, and that meal was right there in front of me. And so I decided to be with my meal and be fully engaged with that and experience that. Um, and this practice alone, you know, guys, eating without distractions, it completely changed my relationship with my food, with my meals. And it's so much easier to actually eat less whenever I needed to lose weight. Uh, because when you're fully engaged with your food, you just get so much more out of it. You feel like it's just so much more, even though, you know, when it comes to like calories or portions, it might not be as much. Um you'll feel more satisfied and fulfilled and satiated with your meals when you eat undistracted. By the way, what I notice, I also don't like chatting a lot with people while I eat. When I chat a lot, I also kind of miss out on this whole, you know, experiencing my meal thing. So also not try to talk too much. Actually, in Japan and in Russia too, in kindergartens, they teach you to uh, not talk, uh, not hear anything, so to say, while you are eating. So in Russia, for example, there is a saying that translates that when I'm eating, I'm deaf and um, what was, yeah, basically I can't speak, right? So I can't hear, I can't speak while eating. There is this saying uh, in Russia. And whenever uh, kids would start talking during their meals, uh, the teacher or like uh, whoever supervising the kids would say, uh, you know, while I'm eating, I can't hear and I can't speak. And the kids would understand that if that means they should shut up and start eating <laughs> and chewing properly their food. Um, uh, very often, you know, in um, this wisdom of uh, older generations uh, that were put into some rhyme, uh, rhymey sentence. Um, very often there is some truth to, to the whole thing and what works for our human digestion and health and well-being. So that's, you know, one habit you also might want to try if you want to build a healthier relationship with food. And the last thing that I wanted to mention today, guys, was the thing about food or nutrition studies. My mom, you know, today uh, we were having breakfast together. Well, she was having breakfast. I was having my coffee because I'm fasting. 
Xinhao, she was having her banana. She usually has uh, a banana and then she waits like 15, 20 minutes and has the rest of her breakfast. And um, she was eating her banana and she told me that um, yesterday she read some study that said uh, that banana or fruit is not a great idea for people to eat first thing in the morning. And especially when you are getting older that it is especially not a great idea because like your body cannot really uh, maintain a balanced blood sugar that well and your <clears throat> insulin secretion might be might not be um, as good as it used to be and so for many reasons they even compared banana to a candy bar like they has the same amount of sugar so you might as well be eating candy for breakfast and um um, guys, uh, I want you to understand that um, all of these different articles and vi- videos and popular TV shows, when they state things like bananas or apples are bad for breakfast, you know, not good thing to eat first in the morning. First of all, the best time to eat your fruit is the best is the first thing in the morning when you don't have anything hanging in your stomach because fruit is digested really fast. It's the fastest digested food and uh when it has when it's eaten with other foods or on top of some heavy meals of protein fat and a lot of fiber it would start to ferment and it would produce gas and um, a lot of different negative uh metabolic like reactions in in our in our stomach and digestive system so fruit you know, the best time to eat your fruit is the first thing in your eating window uh, and then wait and have the rest of your food uh but Besides that, uh, understand that a lot of studies, I mean, most of the studies, they're not done with bananas or uh, apples. They're done with with fructose. And usually they're done, uh, if the studies are done, actual studies, not epidemiological studies, basically noting or asking people what they eat and then asking a lot of people about what they eat, right? Like a whole population group, and then drawing conclusions, the outcomes, health outcomes, uh, based on, you know, drawing conclusions from health outcomes that that group of people has. That's how a lot of studies are, quote-unquote, done on people, because it's unethical to tell people to eat thing, a thing that might be harming their health. So a lot of those people studies, most of them, are epidemiological. So again, meaning they ask people what they eat, and then they see what health they have, and then they draw conclusions. Uh, It's not like they put people on eating bananas every single morning for like a year and then they check their health. It's not happening and probably not ever going to be happening. We'll figure out some other way to measure those kind of things. Most of the studies are done on mice or other animals. And most of the studies are not done with apples or bananas, but done with some dried um, food stuff that would have either like a lot of fructose or um, a lot of certain kinds of fats or a lot of certain kinds of protein powder. And so compare that to actual bananas and whole foods and then comparing them in isolation without having, without taking into account the other lifestyle factors of that specific person and their health history and their genetics. It's kind of like you know, it's uh, an empty sound. They mean nothing. Uh, Feeding mice fructose 
And on top of that, usually there is actually high fat con uh, content of those uh, dry foods that are designed for mice studies. Um, so feeding that to mice and seeing some results and then saying that people shouldn't eat apples and bananas, um, healthy, normal people shouldn't eat apples and bananas first thing in the morning, that's a little bit, that's kind of a stretch. That's not really how it works. Not at all. We are not mice. We have different metabolism. They are nocturnal creatures. We are creatures who live, um, you know, through the day. We... Uh, we are active during the day, we sleep at night, mice do the opposite, uh, plus their metabolism is completely different, what they eat, where, what their perfect diet is, how their digestion works. Um, we have mice, the only reason why mice are used in studies is, um, well, they are mammals, and they are also, they breed uh, very like often and a lot and they grow quite fast so the study wouldn't take that long like if you take a monkey for example like to um, make a study about monkey's longevity you know that monkey might live i don't know 20 years or more like i forgot what's like the average age of different monkeys was and you would have to make your study like for 30 years can you imagine that so that's why they take mice not because the mice are the best human representation um, so that's you know one thing again mice have completely different metabolism and plus eating some dried food with fructose and eating bananas or apples it's uh, it's just not comparable and the same that it's not comparable to apple juice or some candy bar with uh, a fiber from apples it's not the same and never going to be the same. So guys, whenever you read uh, some like article study or you see a doctor talking about these studies, take it with a grain of salt because um, they do not compare apples to apples. They compare apples to, to I don't know, <laughs> to dried food for your cat. Like that's how bad it is. They just added fructose and they're like, okay, this is why it's bad. Uh, but then nobody reads the fine print, the whole study, right? And that's why. And, and then people are confused. Why so many studies saying completely different things? Well, this is why. Um, <laughs> just again, if you're feeling great, if objectively, you know, your lab work, your health, all the health data you have, if it's looking good, then, and well, the most important thing is if you're feeling good on a consistent basis, your energy, you know, your hair, your skin looks amazing. Everybody is saying that you look so young and fit and you have this amazing energy and everything is working. Uh, you shouldn't be listening to some weird study that says that what you've been eating for two decades is bad for you. Um, that's all I'm saying. So, guys, don't believe all these studies. Uh, think a little bit deeper, not trying to save time reading, sh like, briefly some article that bases its conclusions on some mice study done with some dried foods with fructose. Um, and again, back to our quote. We don't fall to the level of our aspirations. We fall to the level of our training. So practice what you'd like, the habits you'd like to have in your life as your automatic response to the stresses of life. So practice, practice, practice. And at some point, it's going to become automatic. 
and you will wonder why did on why the heck did you find it so difficult to eat all these veggies and protein instead of some um, pizza or um, some weird sandwich? Uh, it's 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 that good, guys. You practice one behavior, and then at some point you're like, why did I ever think about doing um, anything else but that? That's. The same goes to exercise, to sleeping habits, to non-drinking alcohol habits, to meditation habits, to not getting angry or frustrated about certain things, to being more positive and optimistic. It's all trainable. You know, when you actually start working on that, you'll be surprised to how like flexible and changeable our brain, our habits, our personality, personalities are. So keep working on it. And one day... The level of your training is going to be something surprisingly good for you. That's all for today, guys. Don't forget to share this episode with one other person who you'd like to share it with, who, you, who you'd like to discuss it with. Uh, if you found it interesting and useful, share it with one other person who you deeply care about who you think also will find it quite interesting. Share, practice it together. Together, together is always better. And guys, thank you for tuning in. And till next time, eat better daily.